0: Alright, let's try and see if I can get this without laughing Alright, hold on Check it out Yeah, I know Hello world, I'm John Flores and this is episode one of the Flores and Friends podcast I'm joined today over the phone with my oldest and dearest friend, Justin Artwell Why don't you say hey man Hey, what's going on guys, happy to be here, (laughs) pleasure as always Friend doesn't really give the situation enough significance. Justin is he really is my brother from another mother. The Kirk to my Spock, the PB to my J, and yes, of course, my de facto therapist. <laughs> so yeah, I've man. I've always
1: been there for like years now trying mm-hmm. to go through a situation.
0: Yeah, man, yeah. We uh so what I want to do with this podcast you know, it's my first one. I've never done anything like this. This is kinda nutty in my opinion. But uh yeah, so I was just like I figured we could like catch up a little bit and then get into the topics. Um uh, I mean yeah, I think I think we got a good outline of this first episode, so uh yeah, I just you know, we, we kinda talk about everything when we talk to each other. We talk about we definitely talk about superhero movies and Yeah. And comics and I mean, you're one of the few people I know who still reads comics. I stopped reading comics like in high school, so
1: Well I mean, it's one of those things where you know, I've stopped, you know, get like, you know, actively getting comics mm-hmm. probably about a year or two ago. But there are some series that are out that I'm still trying to read. Like the irredeemable uh series is actually really good, but it's really dark.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I would say probably the biggest thing the main thing we talk about mostly I mean besides just like best friend shit is uh superhero movies but we'll uh we'll get into that we'll get into that all right um so yeah so I just want the podcast to you know cover a bunch of topics I'm going to call like I said I told you before I'm going to try and get more friends involved so we can have like a so I can have a broader like broader guests and, you know, different topics and, you know, diversity and all that shit. So I still do keep in touch with people I, you know, grew up with, but not a lot, especially you know who, who yep. we'll probably cover her in a second. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I knew of you before I ever met you. Does that make sense? Really? I didn't know that much. Yeah, because, okay, so you at one point went to Christ the King, right? Yeah. Christ or, the King or, is the... the yeah, Christ the King is the elementary school that I went to. It was it's a Catholic school. And I we both grew up on the West Bank. I grew up in Harvey and you you were in Terrytown, right? Yeah,
1: out, just outside of New Orleans, Louisiana.
0: I knew of you because some of the kids that I was in school with knew you remembered you while I was there. They're like they mentioned you by name and I was like, Oh no, I've I don't know who that is and stuff like that. And then, oh wow! Yeah, I know this was like third or fourth grade. This was like a few years before we met, but we met. Guy was officially, it, yeah, officially. Was it 2013 or
1: 2014? I'm trying to think. Well, what year was it? Because it was one
0: of my New Orleans trips. Yeah, dude, it was uh, like I can't remember if it was the summer before eighth grade or the summer. No, it was definitely high school. Okay, so it was... Because
1: I remember high school being the first time I ever uh, visited because when I was like eight or nine, I moved to Charlottesville, Virginia.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say it was... Was it the summer before... Freshman year or summer before sophomore year? I want to say sophomore year. No, dude, it had to be before freshman year. We were friends a little bit before Katrina. So it had to be summer before... So it had
1: to be summer going into freshman year. Yeah,
0: okay, we'll agree on that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll go though, because I don't know who else ask
0: to verify. Yeah, exactly. That was one of the best weekends of my life in no short part because I met you. Like, I don't even remember how we got to talking, but we were, okay, so we were at, I was part of the Christian Youth Organization. I was part of the CYO back in those days. Yep. Back in the days where I was not a godless mongrel, but you know. <laughs> so we were we were at this CYO I think it was like a retreat or like you just came by I think because I th- you know, see the thing was that there was no real like youth group thing up here in Virginia
1: my church okay and since I still had family down in New Orleans
0: yeah yeah was yeah that were part of the youth group and friends that were part of the youth group
1: you know they kept saying I could come down it was you know one of those hey you know, if you want, you can go
0: down, you can get down for this youth group thing, so that way you can see what it's like. Yeah. And, you know, you get
1: to meet people and hang out and do all these things,
0: so. It was a good time. Those were, like, some of my best, like, I guess they weren't, like, early childhood memories, but being, like a, like a a like, a teenager, like, those were, being part of that CYO, like, was one of the oh, yeah. best things. I, I I remember it so fondly, and so I don't. Like I said, like I tell everybody, like it was a, it was. I don't, I, I don't know how you recall, but I recall. I think within our first conversation with each other, we realized, holy shit, this dude is cool. I just remember I was like, all right, I can get down with this dude. I think I don't even, dude, oh. I, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but we just instantly clicked.
1: Oh yeah, dude. We, we literally just like with like just. Skyrocketed in the friendship, which sounds completely cheesy. now that I say that loud.
0: Yeah, man. Lo- love at first uh, sight, right? <laughs> I mean, if we're putting into those terms, absolutely. Hey, man. Now, I'm trying to remember. i to remember if it was
1: over comics that we bonded so well, or well, just that we were both so outgoing at the time over the
0: youth group. Well, I mean, we're about to. We're going to talk about. our our comic book superheroes in a little bit uh and that's probably what did it like we probably got talking about that because that was if that was oh four i think spider-man spider-man 2 came out july 2nd i want to say july 2nd 2004 yes i remember those dates (laughs) and so that so it we that might have probably got it started since spider-man 2 was about to come out and you know spider-man all that stuff and then it just clicked like we were like bros and then you actually you obviously of course had to had to go back have you thought of a cute alias for old girl yet Um, she definitely plays a role in our friendship
1: all right so i'm trying to think do you want to do like comic book reference or you would just do something simple like jane doe or something
0: who's Hulk's? what's the name of hulk's main squeeze not black widow the other one uh betty oh betty all right yeah how about we call her betty
1: that works. Yeah, I can roll
0: with Betty. Okay, cool. So not the, not the same kind
1: of dynamic, but yeah, I can roll with
0: that. Yeah, but okay, so Betty, I went to school with Betty. Was that the first time you met Betty that weekend? Or did you know her prior? No, no I knew her before I moved. Like her and I were friends. Oh wow. When we were children children. Like my mom and her mom. Yeah, cause uh... we're really good friends because we did
1: swim team together. Yeah, and we did so, and we did so much stuff. Like you know, my mom is always saying she was my first crush growing
0: up. Oh wow, dude! I did not know that. That's crazy. Like I, I, I did not know y'all's relationship went that far back.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's why you know in the years pro- or the years after. Uh, the first initial coming down is why that relationship was so drug
0: out. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Because
1: there was that early childhood foundation. Where I was in that mindset of like, okay, we've known each other for this long. Maybe something's supposed to happen. And, you know, that's something for another
0: episode. Yeah, that's a, when we talk about, we'll probably eventually cover an episode on long distance relationships. And that'll be a great example.
1: Oh man, that's gonna be a long, that's gonna be a rough
0: episode. Yeah, we might have to, that might have to be a two parter. So you left, like those were back in the days of AIM, uh, AOL Instant Messenger, and we used to talk. These were the days before text messaging blew up. We definitely kept in touch online and stuff like that. I mean, this was, you think about this, this was before MySpace really blew up. This was before Facebook. So, like, AOL, do you, like those days where I literally would come home, get online, and be on AIM. Surfing the internet, but while talking to several people on AIM all day. Those are oh, my. Yeah. You,
1: yeah. you have seven, eight, like just text boxes.
0: Yeah. Of just it,
1: all these different people and all these different conversations.
0: Yeah, man. It's crazy. Like, you think back, like, the hours I would spend on AOL Instant Messenger talking to people. Golly, those were the those were the days, man. Simpler times, man. Simpler very, times. very simpler. Uh, <laughs> I remember my. I'll never forget my AOL username. Do you remember yours? I'm trying to remember
1: because it had something to do with swimming. I know that much because I used to swim.
0: Yeah, I can't remember you know, yours either.
1: Five years old
0: all the way through college, so. Yeah, you've always. What what what, what got you into swimming? I don't know. I well, was
1: just I was born a water baby.
0: Well, you, I know you do love the summer months. That's one of the big differences between me and you. I love cold weather. You despise cold weather.
1: I, like, if there was a way to punch cold weather in the face, I would. <laughs> without, without hesitation. Every kid I would get... I would punch it right in the face until it finally left me alone. So
0: that's probably what did it. You were probably such a spring and summer kind of guy that, like, you just liked being in a pool and you liked those warmer months. Oh, yeah,
1: because, I mean, my mom even, you know, has stories of when I was a baby. And, my, and I have two younger brothers. Uh, they're both two, two and a half, three and a half years younger
0: than I. Yeah, and I have oh. a, uh, I have a older brother. I'm two and a half years younger than him. So I've met your brothers. They, they seem like decent guys. I don't think you've ever met my brother. Yeah, I met him when I came down. To oh, that's right. You met my family. Oh, I forgot about that, dude. I'm sorry. No, dude hey. You plus user friendship. Some will be forgotten. You, you, you've always been into swimming. And so your username... Well, I can tell you mine off the top of my head. I've reused the username, so that's how I remember it. Yeah. It was uh, Spideyfan53. I, I'll never forget it because... Uh, Spideyfan, obviously, because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Uh, yep. And then 53, May 3rd, 2002, was the day that... The first Spider-Man movie came out. Now, I mean, I, I was looking forward to that. I, I first heard about this first Spider-Man movie come, came out, like, I think in 2000, right after X-Men. And they were like, a Spider-Man movie's on its way. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I waited. Oh, that was such a big day for me. Anyway, 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 anyway. So, yeah, AIM. And we used to talk on AIM all the time. And we really kept up throughout, throughout high school and especially through Katrina.
1: Oh, yeah, through Katrina, because I was making sure, you know, all yeah. my family and friends and specialists who were, you know, safe and taken care of.
0: Yeah, and so, yeah. I think,
1: and to be perfectly honest, for me, at least, what really cemented
0: our friendship, like, yeah, you know, but that was at the final moment to where
1: this is going to be a lasting friendship Yeah, was our senior
0: trip. Oh, yeah, dude. It was you, me, of course Betty, and two yep. other friends that, oh God, oh and man, was, that it, was.
1: Oh. And you see, I loved it because here in Virginia, I didn't have any senior trip planned. Yeah. You know, at least no one told me about
0: anything. And then you and Betty said, hey, if you don't have anything, come with us, and you can come with us, and it'll be, you know, our senior trip together. Yeah, me and Betty, we I remember, like, I think it was the summer before our senior year, we were talking about, like, we need to have a senior trip. Like, we all need to, like, go out and have a good time when we graduate. And, yeah, and luckily, I think Betty's mom organized it all and got everything. And, I mean, I think we – I don't even remember having to pay for much, if anything. But, yeah, oh, God, that trip <sighs> – God, dude, that was such a fun. We was golf. It was Golf Shores, right? Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, like yours, yeah. Gulf Shores. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> two things I remember about that uh, trip, that senior trip. Well, three things. One, we went to Waffle House every chance we got. Well, yeah, because Waffle House. Because Waffle House, and then I got a wicked sunburn. I remember I got a really probably the worst sunburn I've ever gotten because I fell asleep on the beach like an idiot and didn't put any. Yep. Lotion on. Yep, yep, yep. I remember that. And then that was the first time I started like that's the first time ever in my life. I, we were eighteen. And I and kids, I do not I am not I am not promoting this lifestyle. I am not encouraging these actions. Drinking underage. We were very safe yep. and very smart and we weren't stupid, but like we weren't driving no
1: did were either on
0: the beach yes.
1: or in the hotel room. Absolutely. Both of which were literally right next to one another walking distance.
0: Yeah, so, and if you recall... What we
1: were doing, we were very responsible.
0: Yeah, and if you recall, we we weren't the only underage kids on that beach. And, oh, no. Yeah, so so I just remember waking up, eating breakfast, start and start drinking at like 10 a.m. and not stopping until... We passed out after midnight. Like I just remember non stop oh, yeah. alcohol consumption. <laughs> well, so so one of the things that cemented it,
1: you know, cemented our friendship was that was the first time I have ever had Jameson.
0: Oh yeah. And so when you brought that to
1: my attention and I had it for the first time
0: Yeah. So you do <laughs> sold it's funny because you know I told you i recently introduced another person to Jameson, so I guess I'm the unofficial Jameson spokesperson. <laughs>
1: I, hashtag not sponsored by Jameson, hashtag, but I can
0: be. <laughs> you know what's also funny, uh, about that? I remember what's so funny about that? we were both eighteen, so we I mean, I hadn't done I had done a little bit of drinking, but I hadn't done anything nearly that heavy. But if you recall, the other girl in the group, she was one of Betty's best friends. You remember she was very at the time she's a cool person yeah. now. Yeah, I know yeah, her now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I remember. I've remember. i hung out with her recently yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's a really cool person, but back in back in those days she was like just boring. Like I was just like, you don't really like like to do anything, do you?
1: Yeah, she, uh, she, was, she was she was
0: very much a homebody. Yeah, she's very quiet and very like reserved, so anyway yeah, but she was super sweet though. Super oh, yeah, sweet, one of the bro. nicest people on the planet. But she was just, she was, like, you know, just boring. like a like anyway. All I remember is, we were doing shots of Jameson, <laughs> and both of us had to tap out early, and she took every shot like a champ. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, how are you... She's just like, she's him back, and she's just like, eh, okay. I'm like, what? 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 And I, we, we had like three <laughs> shots, and we were like, well, okay, what are we doing? And then she was just like, I'm fine. I'm like, what is going on here?
1: Oh, man. That, like, that was ridiculous. That yeah. That was... And then we went and saw
0: the Incredible Hulk movie, which
1: is my character.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We we can... thought that movie because
1: we saw the poster for Dark Knight, which was coming out
0: at the time. Oh yeah!
1: You and I bonded over that.
0: Oh yeah, because we were we were yeah really big bonding
1: moment was the upcoming Dark Knight movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that was for me another bonding point of like, yeah. That yeah, is why be the, a very long lasting. Version. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. That Dark Knight, uh, on a sidebar, is one is the reason why whenever I hear about casting news, no matter what the casting is, I don't care what movie, what character, what actor, I will always give them a shot because when I first heard. And I'm honest to God, when I first heard Heath Ledger had been cast as the Joker, I was like, what? How is that even possible? Like, that is the most, like, of all the people. And I was just like, I was so skeptical and so like, this is going to be bad. But I couldn't have been more wrong in my life with that. Right. It's, it's, it's insane how wrong I was.
1: Again, it's one of those things to, you know,
0: like the new Batman vs. Superman, which we probably
1: will discuss either today or another episode. But, you know, when they were catching an act like it's Batman, at first I was hesitant, but the more I thought about it, the more the idea
0: stuck I have to admit, I was a little skeptical as well. Exactly, but, like, the more... Like, as the movie
1: approached and the more I thought about it, the more I was sold on the idea of this could actually be really good, and he... And he nailed
0: it. He, he was the best off part of. I don't. Really well. I mean, we'll talk about this on probably another episode. I didn't like the characterization of Batman, especially him like killing people. But Ben oh, Affleck yeah. was the best part of that movie. Honest to God. E- easily, easily, easily. So we had that senior trip. I mean, we all went off to college. Like, like you went off to uh school the in
1: Jesuit University in the middle of nowhere. Like smashed between Pennsylvania and Ohio, oh, northernmost tip of West Virginia, up in the mountains, less than a thousand kids school nowhere.
0: Oh wow! Because you got a swimming scholarship, if I recall, right?
1: Yeah, I got a small swimming scholarship, and I got a couple other ones because the swim coach was in the admissions department at the time, oh, so he wow. was able to find a couple more for me to go to.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, And obviously, I went to LSU, go Tigers. Yep. But what I want to touch on, uh, and I felt like this really bonded, and I don't really, like, I don't know how sensitive you are to this. So if I overstep, just let me know. You are also one of the reasons why I chose psychology as my major. Because when you, around our freshman year, when you and Betty were having troubles like y'all were having a rough time y'all didn't know whether y'all y'all didn't know whether y'all should end it uh this long distance thing was working if i hope i'm not misrepresenting the situation
1: no no you're you're pretty spot on the money because it was a very bad because again it was over well over
0: a thousand miles distance yeah one another and we were both in college so it was a lot
1: of you know is this worth keeping around or is this worth sticking through you know Pros and cons I'm not there So I can't be You know an eyes on With this person So I
0: don't know What the situation is Yeah y'all had life, life was taking y'all In two very different directions While y'all still really Loved each other And cared about each other It just was It was just unsustainable It was It couldn't work Yeah But I just remember That Situation And obviously Since I was best friends with you And I was best friends with her uh, I was kind of like Unfortunately Kind of caught in the middle there not that y'all put me in the middle, but it was more like it just it was a bridge. Yeah. And I just remember like I didn't really have to help you out because you were pretty I mean you were pretty uh you knew what the situ- you knew what the situation was. You you didn't like the situation, but you were aware of what needed to be done, but Betty had a much rougher time with the situation. She relied on me a lot in helping her through this really made me realize I wanted I, at the time I wanted to help people through psychology I was like I really like this this is I think what I want to do with my life so after that do you remember oh god uh, what, what uh, it was I think it was 2010 when you and Jacob drove down to Baton Rouge to hang out with uh, me and hang out with your cousin and there was that girl yeah, you that were was, talking to at the time oh
1: yes I oh yeah but no that was March 2010
0: for our spring break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I was dating um, dating Ariana, I remember, and you met her, and you really liked her. That night was crazy. Oh, yeah. That night was insane. If you recall, I had a party that night when you guys were there. And, oh, yeah. so, and, Oh, I remember that party. Don't worry. And that tiny little apartment. There uh, were apartment there were probably over, there. over 50 people in my tiny little apartment. Yeah, for as many
1: people that were there, and for as crazy as the night went, it was very well contained and went extremely well. Oh yeah,
0: it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. Oh yeah, uh, it could have been much worse. To to give, to give a picture of this, there was not enough room in the apartment. People had to stand outside on my patio because it was so packed. Yeah. It was insane. And people were there were people there that I had never met until that night. I was like, "Who, who are? You? Who's this person?" They're like, "Oh, he's a friend of a friend." I'm like, "Okay, cool. As long as they're not gonna start right, and shit." Whatever. Yeah. So that was a crazy night because I mean, I hope I really hope no one thinks we're bad mouthing Betty here, but she there was some drama that night, and she definitely, to put it politely, instigated the drama that night. But, I, mean, I mean, yeah. So I, I can't remember if you uh, stated this already, but this was after like the official ending of Betty and I's relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And this is when the other girl and I started talking. So she she came, she showed up a little um, uh, dressed to request, I guess
0: it would be a nice word of saying it. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. She, Betty pulled the <laughs> Betty pulled the classic technique. I'm not going to say a girl technique because guys do the same shit. Yep. When they're at a party, what's funny is because I had had numerous parties up until this point, and I invited Betty, who was in. Uh, Hammond and Baton Rouge to Hammond's only about 50 minutes. So every party I had, I invited her and she never came ever. It was, it pissed me off so much. I think she had come to one party like at the beginning of freshman year and this was like sophomore year. This is the end of sophomore year. And yeah. she had just, that, those were the only two parties she ever went to. Anyway, so she came to this party. She knew her ex was going to be there. You, her ex, were going to be there. And she yep. dressed up in the most flattering out, flattering outfit I had ever seen her in. When I first saw her, I, I shit you not, I went, oh, okay? <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm pretty sure you
1: and I had the same exact reaction yeah it because was I remember, I remember we were talking about it
0: like you and she? she yes she is even jacob was in on it and the girl Ari- ariana i was i was dating at the time she she even said something because i i mean obviously she was my girlfriend at the time so i explained the situation to her oh, and yeah. she totally went oh i was like this is uh this is totally happening right now for the record <laughs> But that was we a good night. Are, we are
1: playing
0: this game. The, this is, is going to be interesting. This is, yeah. So it was a good time. And then after that, I mean, it's just, there's really nothing much to tell after that. Like, ever since then, like, I mean, even at that point, we were just bros. Like, we we would just call each other and keep up with each other. And, and usually it involves me calling you about women because, you know, my love life. But, and I mean, you've had your drama and all that stuff. But, oh, yeah. okay, we can't, we can't. We're we we we're already 37 minutes into this conversation. And this, I don't oh, yeah. want it to be all about this. We got to get to the topics that because I'm, I'm trying to get it more topical. But we got to talk about the trip to Virginia in 2012. That was an epic. Oh, yeah. That was probably the moment I knew this man is going to be in my life for the rest of my life. So, <laughs> so one day we got to oh. talk about that. Oh yeah. So, so I wanted to talk about we both have brothers getting married. Well, your brother just got married. and My brother is getting married in a couple weeks. Have you ever thought about best men? Like, if you were to get married next year, do you, have you ever thought about who your best men would be? And I'm not... Don't... This isn't like a... a pa- this isn't a passive-aggressive attempt to be like, make me your best man, damn it. Make, oh, it, yeah, make yeah. it official that I'm your best friend, motherfucker. No, I'm not trying to do no, that. I was just... Recorded. I wanted for the
1: world to know... Yeah, I, was
0: gonna, no. <laughs> yeah I, I don't care, because obviously, brothers, blood blood comes before everything, so I don't care. Have you ever thought about it? Like, how like how many, ideally, how many groomsmen would you want? Yeah, I was thinking
1: about this, actually, the other day at my brother's wedding, and honestly, I would, I would have a sizable amount of groomsmen. I would probably have, you know, seven-odd groomsmen.
0: Ooh, that's, well. Obviously, we're we're totally admitting the fact that really the groom doesn't really have a decision in this matter. We are told how many groomsmen we have. We do not decide the groomsmen because, unfortunately, a wedding is completely about the bride. So uh, we're 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 speaking hypothetically. If we had our choice in the matter, so. I was about to say like this is this is just like up
1: to us. Like if we, if personally, I would prefer this many, but you know, the, the whenever that day comes, if it may come, then we'll hash it out then.
0: Yeah, yeah, but absolutely, absolutely. A topical uh, senses of conversation, yeah. I would,
1: ideally, I would have a lot of time, Yeah. Like six or
0: seven. Totally. You would say seven, ish I, I, I. Seven-ish. I, yeah, I thought about it because, obviously, I just had that bachelor party to go to with my brother's groomsmen. And I thought about it, I was like, I think, conservatively, I could get away with four, but yeah. I don't think I'd need more than five. Like, I was thinking about it, definitely... I have to say my brother would be my best man because I'm obviously his best man, so an obligation to show reciprocation and all that stuff. So, yeah, but yeah you would definitely, you'd definitely be the number two man. You'd be the, you'd be the, the understudy or something like that. So, I'm
1: trying to think. Like, cause ideally, you know, I would like my groomsmen to be people I've been in touch with, you know, for a while. Obviously, you, mm-hmm. and they would all reflect you know different parts of my life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But
1: grown up. You know, if I, if I got into better contact with
0: Anthony, he would probably
1: be my best man. Okay. Just because he was, you know, my first ever, like, best friend.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a good stuff. guy. He's a good guy, I'm not going to lie, he's a cool guy. And, you know, and it
1: would kind of go from there, you know. You you would probably be second just
0: because you're the friend I've had the second longer. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then, you know, and then it would just
1: extrapolate. I'd probably have either, if I got into better touch with, uh, my friend Stuart from Virginia, it would be him. Mm-hmm. And if not, it would probably be Denny. And I don't think you've ever met Denny, but I've known him since.
0: Yeah, I you've mentioned him. You've mentioned him. I've met, I remember, your friend I remember the most is Cole. Cole was a cool guy. Yeah, and he
1: would be one of them because yeah. he reflects a different side of, you know, yeah. me growing up. And Jacob would probably be another
0: If that guy and me are ever in the same town again, I'm hanging out with that dude again. He was a fun fucking dude. Oh,
1: yeah, dude. And he's totally laid back and just, (laughs) hey, dude, we're going to get stupid tonight. Why? Because we can't.
0: Exactly.
1: And then, of course,
0: both of my brothers. Yeah, that's a a lot, dude. Just to account for, you know, my brothers to
1: be included... And to still have the
0: friend,
1: yeah. You know, that I was like so that.
0: Probably be, what five or six. Yeah, something like that. I think I think seven. You said was that's about right. It would definitely be you and my brother, my best, my other best friend in the whole wide world, uh, my buddy Ben, who just had a baby, which is crazy because he's a year younger than me. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I know, right? We can talk about fatherhood in another episode, too. Whew. And my buddy, and of course, Steven. Because Steven, he's probably my best friend, most recent best friend. Like, that dude, he's my brother. Like, we've we've had some shit go down but involving the two of us that we realized, you know what? Fuck everybody else. It's just, it's we're best friends. That's all that fucking matters, so... Exactly. Yeah, so, So, see, I was just curious, because a a lot of guys, like, women, as stereotypically, obviously, dream about their wedding. And I feel like a lot of guys don't, like, give it a thought, like, don't think about these things. And I was like, why not think about these things?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I've thought about my wedding, you know, several times over, especially with my past relationship. Oh, yeah. Like, you know me, I was dead, dead on that actually happened.
0: Yeah, I, I I know. So I,
1: you know, I put plenty of thought into you know my wedding and you know where I would like like it to be and the yeah. people I would have in it and so
0: on. But you uh, but you're in a you're in a rush to settle down. I'm in. Oh yeah, I'm in no rush to settle down. Don't you put work. Well, home. you well you want you want the 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 cultural norm, right? You want the wife and two kids, you know, soccer, Well, okay, three kids, soccer practice. <laughs> soccer practice swimming practice i guess in your case like you want you want you're the family man out of the two of us uh you want the you want the long-term marriage you want the multiple (laughs) dependents you want you want all that stuff that's another key difference between me and you is like the long-term aspects of relationships is a huge difference between me Uh, if i never get married i would not be surprised and i know i'm only 26 and it's a long way away like to make that proclamation but i really i uh, no thank you and i definitely don't want kids definitely don't want kids hey, oh no dude you just, you just you just need to find like some of the nicer like well-behaved kids and that might
1: change
0: it. that's like i said that's that's an episode that's that's conversation for our fatherhood episode okay so <laughs> True. anyway um yeah, we'll, we'll save that yeah we'll save that We'll, we'll bookmark that one. yeah uh, it's another tease we're up to two teases so yeah, sh- shifting gears, you're g- you're going to uh, guy, you're about to leave, huh? To go to the Blink One Eighty Two concert, huh? Yeah, going uh
1: on my way to pick up someone now. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. Cause
0: all right, well I'm, I'm
1: for, for our for our generation, yeah, Blink One Eighty Two is a pretty big staple.
0: Yeah, dude, I take off your pants and jackets. Pants and jackets, man, that's a classic.
1: I mean, well, that came out when we were in what middle school? Somewhere
0: around. I remember first date. I was like. And rock show and ah, oh, dude, that's such a great album. That's such a great. Give oh, me yeah. one. Give me one reason. That's another great song. But there. But Tom's out, right? Tom DeLonge is out, huh? Yeah, he he
1: left uh, a couple of years ago, so this is going to be the new Plugman.
0: So that's crazy. We're, we're we're gonna see how it goes. Where did you fall in the? If you recall, if you uh, plus forty four versus like Angels and Airways. Do you remember those days?
1: Angels and Airways wasn't too bad. I... I it had a
0: very similar style and sound to it, though. So. Oh, I I was more of a plus 44. I went with Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker, man. I was I was more of those guys. Tom DeLong. Oh, yeah. Tom DeLong is very talented, and I hope I'm saying his yep. last name right, but he's kind of an oddball, and I can't... His little Tom delong like how he sings, especially if you listen to, like, say, uh, I Miss You, his little... The way he sings sometimes, I'm like, uh, It's a little whiny. It's... It's very bizarre, and uh, but my favorite Blink 182 song is off of their their self titled album, one of their last albums before they took their first break. Always, that's probably my favorite Blink 182 song. It's a deep cut; not a lot of people like it or have heard of it. But yeah, it's definitely my favorite Blink 182 song. Oh
1: yeah, and, and, and I mean, and I also loved when Travis Barker went off on his
0: own. Yeah, he's it, he's dude. Whole... He's arguably the best drummer in rock music. He,
1: he's definitely.
0: Top five, if anything. Oh, I would go as far as say top three. I mean, I'm not that – ex- yeah. like, I don't know. You keep more in touch with the – and I wanted to talk about this for a second. You keep in touch with the rock scene more than I ever do. I'm I'm almost exclusively uh, hip-hop these days, but you, you listen to more rock, current rock, than I do, so. Yeah.
1: I mean, but it's also, you know, different things in music, too, because, like, Trevor and I were, my younger brother, uh, was talking about this the other day, you know, going through drummers, mm-hmm. and if you've ever heard of the band Dave Matthews Band?
0: Yeah, yeah, of course I have.
1: Okay. They originated in Charlottesville, where I'm living now.
0: No way! Isn't, um, yeah. isn't Dave Matthews from, like, South Africa, right?
1: I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't dig into the biographies. Nothing. Yeah, okay, like, okay. You
0: know, um, All right.
1: Uh, drummer comes into my work oh wow and he is super nice tips extremely well families like the kids are very well behaved and they're so courteous and pleasant to be around but he is a phenomenal drummer
0: oh yeah yeah definitely
1: phenomenal drummer I believe and that's you. one thing that Trevor
0: brought up. So. I wanted to ask you, said so you're going to a concert tonight, two questions. All right, two answers. How do you feel... Do, do you have the same... Okay, so I love... I'm a huge music guy. I love music so much, but I really am not a fan of live music because the day and age we live in these days, most music is so overproduced when, it, when it's released yep. that these artists sound really good in the studio. Like, they put out good music in the studio, but they sound terrible live. I'm always hesitant reluctant to go to live music like live music festivals one because there's usually a lot of people and i'm not a fan of crowds but also it's because yeah. it's it's kind of disheartening to see like a band or an artist you really 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 like and you hear them live and you're like this is killing me on the inside Dude, again that that's one reason
1: why i love the rock and metal scene because there's not a terrible amount of you know, studio...
0: Auto-tune um, it, shit. There's
1: not that much studio influence to where if you're going to a show, it's like you're looking for that raw, you know, yeah. sound.
0: You're yeah. looking
1: for, you know, the unedited version. You you want, you know... Because most of these bands put their heart and soul into these songs. And, you know, being there live as they're performing it, it, it hits. It hits you on a level that you know you don't even realize until you're there and experience
0: it. Yeah, I, t- I totally and, agree.
1: And you know, like two of my favorite bands of all time, The Chariot, Long Live The Chariot, which is a metal band.
0: Yeah, I. And yeah, I've never heard of Listener. Them. Never heard of either Listener, one of those. The, the, the so the Chariot you're probably not gonna like because it's it's very loud. Sc- are, they, are they are they screaming? Do they do they do the screamo shit? They, they do Yelling, yeah, I'm not, stuff, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I've never been into that. I've never been into that. Which
1: so it's not for everyone. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's definitely. The things where their sound is
1: very unique, and their messages behind the music and everything is just so powerful. To where when I saw them on their going away tour, yeah, uh, a couple years ago. To, to be completely honest, it was a damn near religious experience.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
1: It was that powerful. And it's one of those things where it's like there's a lot of metaphors and meaning and everything that goes into it to where, mm-hmm. like, when I first heard it, like, when my friends introduced me to it years ago mm-hmm. and I first listened to it I, I almost had a tear in my eye.
0: Aww.
1: Like, it was, it's that good. And I was
0: floored. Okay, so follow-up question. Second question was okay. If you could see anybody live it's on your bucket list to see them live. Someone no nobody like not the Beatles, of course, like the like we're talking about people who are currently together. Yep. If you could if you could name one, who would it be? Metallica. Oh, it's a good no answer. Hesitation. The black Metallica. dude, there I remember like I got into Metallica late, like in high school, like uh sophomore year I think. And it's the first time I ever listened to their black album and Yep. I started it and listened to the entire thing in the first time in one sitting because that is one of the best albums to listen to from start to finish. It is such a great album. Oh,
1: absolutely. And it's one of the things where, you know, Metallica, because my dad raised my brothers and I on classic rock. Oh, yeah, definitely. Metallica, you know, was one of his favorite bands. And it's one of the bands that I really took to, you know, when I was younger. And Mm -hmm. I've always, always, always. As long as I can remember, I've wanted to see them live. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about every single
0: show they've ever performed. Yeah, man, that would be so, that would be dope as fuck to see them live. I'm, I'm sure they like hell if the, if they I, see. I haven't listened to a lot of their other stuff. Like I've just listened to the Black album, but I'm sure even if even now. I mean, they've been in the game for what like 20 years? Like shit. Oh, dude, they, they've been at
1: it longer than that because their first album. Kill
0: 'em all came out in 79 i want to say get the fuck out of here no way let me say hold on I, i'm,
1: I'm going to google this right now but that album
0: came out 83 damn there that's over 30 years dude that's crazy i, I told you i didn't I, know I, I i mean black album got released was that early 90s late 80s black album hold on i got it right was here early 90s i want
1: to say came out black
0: it was, was it was released in 91 yeah, that makes sense. So God they didn't have a they oh, dude, they they blew up obviously with Inner The Sandman with off of that. That was probably their biggest hit ever. So they were they were together for eight years before that happened. That's crazy.
1: They've been around for a
0: minute.
1: And they're still touring every so
0: often. Yeah. So mine, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is Daft Punk. I I, I need oh, yeah. I need to see them live because I've I've listened to their Alive 2007 album Which is such a great oh, Such a great album um, Their shows I've heard and seen Through video And I've read about them they're, they're like religious experiences So I Like I'm really hoping Somehow So they did a live album A live tour In 97 And then they did An alive They did it again in 07 So I'm hoping Next year That they'll do another one The Trifecta And then I'm hoping Hoping I can find a way to go to that. I am willing to pay and travel an exorbitant amount of money and travel distances to see them live because I absolutely need to see them live.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't blame you because I would absolutely, I would even pay to go see them because they're, they're
0: just phenomenal artists. All right, shifting gears real quick. We got to blow through these because I know you got to go eventually. Okay, so a little bit of, little bit of comic book superhero things because this is a big thing between us. Yep movie versions of your favorite character obviously you've said your favorite character is hulk yep. there's only been three film on-screen versions of hulk which one do you feel did the best like wh- what which character do you feel like had had the best about it like wh- what did what did the character justice the most you feel
1: See, that, that it, it's kind of hard to explain that just because you know each one you know did something right okay each one did something wrong and you know because like uh, for
0: me, the first Hulk movie with, um... Eric Bana. And that was, that was the one with the dogs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, directed by Ang Lee. Had, uh... Yep. It was, yeah, and, uh, uh, Nick Nolte was the bad guy and all that shit.
1: And I liked that one because it did a good job of illustrating the, you know, the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it,
1: and it did a good job of doing the relation between... Him and the Hulk. Okay. You know, it shows, like, a good dynamic of, you know, the Hulk is a part of him that he doesn't like. But it's, you know, like, the whole, like, mirror scene. Yeah. When he's falling. Like, I love that. And it's just, you know, it did a very good job of showing, you know, angry he gets, stronger he gets. And the whole, like, personal dilemma of having, you know, the Hulk inside of him.
0: Yeah. See, what I was never aware of that that I mean, I, that movie came out when we were like 13 or 14, I think. It was 2003, I believe. I was never aware of this. Was in some versions of the character, I don't I don't know all the I don't know the extensive history like you do. I always assumed that the accident, the incident that cr- that Banner gets exposed to created the Hulk. But apparently that side, the Hulk, that side of Banner had always been there. It just was never that incident awoke awoke it. Yeah. See, I was not aware of that.
1: You know, and that's, you know, some versions of it. You know? Yeah. Because I, I like to think that it was always a part of him. Mm-hmm. You know, in like in the like the new rendition of the Hulk with Mark
0: Ruffalo in the Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a line in the first
1: Avengers when he's talking with Robert Downey Jr. as Stark, oh. where Stark says, you know, this has been a part of you and maybe he, you know, saved you. yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things is, like, was he actually a part of him? You know, was he always there? And this is, like, that blast is what forced open the door to, to him coming out? Or was this manifested out of nowhere? yeah from that blast so I I, I like to think the prior I like
0: to think that he was always there okay obviously the character is a metaphor for you know anger issues and just dissociative personality disorder or just like you know like what it's just split personality so it's just a side of him it's a darker side of Banner that was probably always there and was just waiting and stuff like that that he never acknowledged or never acted on in that incident yeah it it woke it up yeah I can go with that and it's you know
1: and most people you know on the servers just see the Hulk as I get angry I Smash thing
0: yeah end of discussion he's like a like, a, like a, a a comic book version of a Jekyll and Hyde kind of shit right exactly
1: I mean that's where you know one of the biggest influences came yeah, from yeah obviously well, yeah
0: so you know, well, so you would say that you, you don't have a, a clear favorite, but you, so you would probably say, uh, I mean, I think Ruffalo, like Edward Norton, I really, I, as much as I like Ruffalo as uh banner, I, I really wish Ed Norton would have stuck on, stuck on, because I feel like that would have been, I feel like he would have been great playing off of, he would have been as good as Mark Ruffalo playing off of Downey. And Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth and all that stuff. I really feel like on the Avengers that would have been that would have been really cool. But Mark Ruffalo, no, I, Mark Ruffalo is really good too. No, I, I like Ruffalo because he was kind
1: of like a no name. Like I, I, at least to me, he was kind of like
0: a no name until he he definitely came from the indie independent film. He wasn't like like a Tom Cruise or anything like that. He was definitely a like a, a I wouldn't say a B list actor, but he was definitely like a non-marketable, non marketable non. Hollywood type actor. He was very, he's exactly. very low key actor. But I, I, I still, I, I still like Ruffalo as and I don't think Edward would have had that good of chemistry and wouldn't have fit in as well as Ruffalo. But yeah, yeah
1: that's, that's just me going off of you know seeing yeah. his prior experience.
0: Yeah. So mine, obviously being a huge Spider-Man fan, like I said, I'm a huge fan of the original Spider-Man that came out in 2002. Here's, here's what I'll say: the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is my current favorite but there's two things i don't hate the andrew garfield spider-man as much as people would assume i did not like amazing spider-man the first one at all i thought it was a joke but i don't oh god don't get me started on that that's a that's a conversation for another day too i despise it and i could i could fill up a whole hour on why i despise that film uh but i don't i didn't hate i didn't hate andrew garfield as the character but i i realized like it's that classic case of the actor was doing what he was told like there was nobody like Andrew Garfield didn't decide like I'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna create this characterization of Peter Parker and Spider-Man like this he was brought on to do that and people told him he was directed to do that so I don't blame him for that I really liked yeah. him I really liked him in Amazing Spider-Man 2 he was probably one of the best parts of that film because I really feel like the dude can act but Tobey Maguire by default completely ignoring Spider-Man 3 we're, we're gonna pretend like that thing never happened uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's the film that you all not be named. Oh, God, that fucking movie. Tobey Maguire is definitely my favorite as is. He was yep. a little too teary-eyed. Like, he would cry at the drop of the hat. And I know that Peter Parker, the character, is a very melodramatic, very whiny character at, at yep. times. At times. At times. While I, feel, while I feel that's justified at times because there's a lot of shit that happens to Peter Parker throughout the years. Yep, but again,
1: that, that comes with, you know, maturity.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, obviously. But anyways. But my last thing I'll say about it, and I guess we can move on to this questionnaire, is what little. I mean, Tom Holland was in Civil War for maybe 20 minutes. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm yeah. i made. Oh, yeah, about 20. I, I may be prisoner of the moment here, and maybe you know, like liking the new guy too much. But what I, what little I saw of Spider-Man in Civil War, I really feel he has the potential to overtake Tobey Maguire as the definitive Spider-Man. Because even in those few scenes. I was like... I, I need to see... I saw him as Spider-Man. And I really like this Spider-Man. I need to see his Peter Parker. I need to see him in... I need to see that Peter Parker in Peter Parker's life. Like, I need to see his relationship to Uncle Ben. I need to see his relationship, you know, with Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy. Hopefully they stick with Gwen Stacy. I need to see him with Flash Thompson. I need to see him... I need to see him in his day-to-day life. So, hopefully the new Spider-Man will, you know, touch on that. But I'm telling you, I really have a good feeling about this kid. I have a good feeling about this Spider-Man. I really think given... Maybe the next film that's coming out next year and then probably its sequel, that that may be enough to get me to be like, sorry, Toby, you were my first Spider-Man, but this is my Spider-Man now. So. You know,
1: you and I have discussed it at length multiple times. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, we, just, we just need to have an episode of just...
0: Oh yeah, definitely. We really can. We'll probably like we're in the golden age of superhero films, and we'll probably do like a history of uh, superhero films and talk about the context of the situation, talk about all the characters and all that stuff. But that's a that's a, that's yeah number tease number three. That's an episode for another day. Okay, were you a big Inside the Actors fan? Do you remember like you know that show that used to come on in Bravo and all that stuff? Do you remember like with James Lipton and all that shit where he would interview actors and you know like and he would come on? Do you remember, Do you recall that show? Nope. Okay, good. It's basically, it's basically like he's coming from the actor studio, which is a, it's a department of Pace University in New York City. So basically, it's like just you know a talk show where he would bring on one guest and they talk and all that stuff. And it was, it was very interesting. But my favorite part of the show, and I'm a shameless imitator in this department I'm, I don't mean any disrespect to James Lipton he used to, at the end of every episode he would do a questionnaire and I love it it's one of my favorite questionnaires it's a really insightful questionnaire he originally got it from a french journalist named Bernard Pivot and it's 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 Bernard Pivot originated this questionnaire I love it cuz like I said I find it very insightful so do you mind you, you want to go through it I'll, uh, I I want to I feel like it'll tell me more about you stuff I might not already know all right and since you yeah. never since you never watched the show uh These will be all fresh for you. All right, ready? Oh, okay, first question What is your favorite word? My
1: favorite word.
0: Yeah. What
1: is my favorite word? What is something I say a lot? And it can be um, anything. Uh, I, don't, I, I honestly I don't know. I've never actually had a chance to like think about my favorite word. I mean, I've said awesome
0: a lot. Okay, okay. We'll go with we'll go with awesome since you didn't really have prep time. I should have probably sent this to you ahead of time, but whatever. Oh, no, it's fine. Okay, so okay. this might not be any good, but the second question is what's your least favorite word? My least favorite word. Yeah, like what's one word that just drives you crazy? And it can be and these these are flexible answers. Like you can broaden it like mine is a phrase. Okay, what,
1: so what is yours? Give, so I have a contact
0: to work. It might either be – the runner-up is same difference. I hate when people say that for whatever oh, reason. Yeah. It it's just doesn't – I I feel my my least favorite phrase is probably it's definitely fair enough. I just oh man, you take me then. No, no, no. But I, I it's because I know you. It's it's because I I used to have a friend who used to say that all the time, and he said it in the most condescending way, like like oh. like I will end this conversation with fair oh, enough. It's I just
1: know. like oh.
0: I <laughs> yeah. So and you know like. Probably the N word is my least favorite word. Like I, I just despise that word with the hard R. Like I mean, we listen to rap music, so you know it's oh, yeah. it's part of rap right. music. But that, right. but you know when you hear like a real real racist say the N word, it's kind of like, uh, this is this is not good. Oh
1: yeah. Okay. But, uh, my, yeah. My, yeah go
0: ahead. my most hated word mm-hmm. and or phrase would have to be OIVE. Oh okay. Because uh, I was
1: working a job a couple of years ago. As like a frozen yogurt kind of like countertop place, mm-hmm. and this girl I was working with mm-hmm. said it all the time. Oh, God. I mean, all the time about everything, to where I counted it out one day, mm-hmm. and she said it I think fifty three times in a two hour time span. Holy shit! Like non stop. Yeah. To where it's, it's one of those words like if someone says it, it just it, like I get that little irk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That that like twitch or just like ah and it
0: just oh I hate it I hate it I hate it I hate it. I okay, all right, well that sucks. But moving along, what turns you what turns you on the most? Turns me on like yeah as like, far as, like I guess you know romantic partners or just people in general. Like what if you meet someone anyone? What do you find helps click with them immediately? Like what turns you on immediately? Probably just the ability
1: to hold. Good conversation, yeah. and have good understanding. Okay, you know, like you know, one reason why you and I are such good friends because you know, for the viewers at home, I'm a, I'm traditionally a Catholic conservative.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, that's how I identify myself. Now granted, I'm not as to the T.
0: Yeah, you're as not as extreme. Typical. Yeah, you're not as extreme as it it, it it could be led to believe.
1: Exactly, but those, those are like my two points as far as religion and politics. Yeah. And if it hasn't already been mentioned or explained, you, as far as I know, are liberal atheist.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: But with us being so vastly different,
0: yeah. and two, you know, topics that usually drive friends apart, we've
1: come together because we're able to have civil discussions and debate of, okay, you think this, I
0: think this. Yeah, we I have like a. I like the way you think, but
1: I disagree because of X, Y, Z. And we're actually able to have conversation.
0: Yeah, we're very, we complement each other very well as far as exactly. like seeing also, seeing you know, seeing something from the other side. Yeah, And it's also
1: that understanding of you know, oh, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, it makes sense. This is where I'm coming from, and just just being able to have civil civilized conversation and understanding.
0: Yeah, we're not boring. We don't bore each other. Exactly. Uh, all right. All right. Anyway, yeah, what go ahead. I would say, what turns me on, just real quick, I would say someone with a good laugh. I really love yeah. someone with a, a great laugh, and it, and it's not even romantically. It's just people in general, like people who can laugh and people who like to laugh. That's probably my biggest turn on. Okay. That, that that makes sense. I can dig it. Yeah. Okay. So what? Obviously, what turns you off? To go with the same kind of theme as what I said before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you on that. One ignorance and,
1: you know, misunderstanding, you know, the lack of, not so much the lack of understanding, but the lack of attempted understanding. Like, something crosses your mind and you don't give it a second thought as to where it might be coming. Yeah. Like, just for example, you know, one of the groomsmen and I were having a discussion this past weekend about a mutual friend of ours, Mm -hmm. and he, you know came out of the closet within the past
0: couple of years mm-hmm. and he's gay mm-hmm.
1: which I have no problem with I have no
0: problems or call with that whatsoever oh lord
1: but he he's one of those like super hardcore religious conservatives yeah to where he honest like this is the honest conversation we had he was 100% you know true. truth sure to me, and being honest, he was worried that was this something that was influenced in college, or if something that his now boyfriend influenced and coaxed him into. Jeez. And at that point, like, I don't feel comfortable having this conversation right now, because it's like that kind of short-sightedness, yeah. and just blind, just, I guess you could say disregard for yeah. that kind of situation. Yeah. did you think that and now to the point like you you don't feel comfortable hanging around him because now you're thinking oh all these times we were hanging out together I never would have known you know what if, what if you did
0: something okay I would say the personality trait or whatever that turns me off the most is over aggressiveness like people who are just like you know the dickish kind of guys that like Need to like be the alpha male, or need to like whip their dick out and like show who the big dick is around here and all that shit. That, oh, yeah. Figuratively speaking, all that shit. Um, oh yeah. That that just like that over competitiveness, that need to be need to be the big guy, the big guy on campus. It's just like like you don't have to be a dick. Like you can just be a, like you know, no one cares. Like it's not who have to reaffirm their. Like, either superiority or, like, get rid of their inferiority complex. It's, I, I cannot, that is my least favorite trait. Like, people who, oh, yeah. who just, who just want to, who are just always aggressive. Like, that shit, I'm just like, dude, come on. Like, there's no reason for yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, well, here's a, here's a, here's a light one. This is a follow-up. Uh, what's your favorite curse word? My favorite curse word? Yeah. Let it rip, oh. man, and it can be compounded.
1: Oh, man. favorite
0: curse word. Like, curse insult or just worth it bit. Yeah, whatever, man. What when, like whenever you like whenever you get mad, what what's your go to? That just is just your go to.
1: Well, obviously, fuck is very yeah. You know, versatile.
0: Yeah. Well, so like, it's
1: kind of like any kind of like compound. Yeah. With that, and not so much like like unfucking believable or something like that, but more along the lines of you know multiple
0: words. Yeah, like okay, we're we're in the same boat on this one. Like my favorite, my favorite curse word. Is God fucking damn it Like that's Whenever I'm just Angry at anything I scream God Fucking damn it Like GFD Like I just That's just like When I get angry I'm like That's my go to Yeah Yeah I mean It's like you know Like I Again As a Catholic I
1: should be ashamed of it And you know Should not be saying such things But mine is like Jesus fucking Christ Is one of them
0: yeah, definitely. What sound or noise do you love?
1: Sound or noise that I love.
0: Yeah. A typical answer is like a baby's laughter or the sound of bacon grilling or something like that or uh, the sound of a cash register or some stupid shit like that. So like a, a noise that you, whenever you, you hear, you're like, all right. Honestly, like,
1: like the rumble and almost like gurgle of like a really
0: old-fashioned like muscle car oh nice yeah so like a a a revving of a muscle car's engine all right cool yeah even even like having a nice
1: like strong diesel engine just something like that is amazing
0: yeah i would i would say i think i've already said it my favorite is probably the sound of bacon like sizzling in a frying pan like that that just makes me so like as long as the bacon isn't burnt whenever you hear the sound whenever i hear the sound of baking baking Crying or, gr- or sizzling I'm just like Heaven is about to be In my mouth Like Ugh. <laughs> Okay so What sound or noise Do you hate? Like I can tell you mine Right off the bat Is I cannot stand the sound The sound of a child crying We're, we're programmed To hate that Because it's supposed To get our attention But that yep. Honestly whenever I hear A kid crying I get so uncomfortable And it's just It drives me crazy Dude, that, This one's gonna be Kind
1: of oddly specific So Okay But It's uh, Similar, it's the kind of sound when you have two
0: knife blades towards each other. Oh yeah. Like like super sharp butcher knives, they kind of like slide across one another. to kind of make yeah. that like screeching sound. Yeah. I hate. What's that a, sound. another good one is styrofoam. Like whenever you hear that squeak, oh, that squeak of styrofoam, ugh. See, that's not
1: too bad. It's like it's imagining like the feeling of that is what. Uh, is what irks me. It kind of like makes
0: my teeth crawl. Yeah. What about uh, like brakes, like brakes on a like car brakes, like screeching. Like that's always bad. If that was
1: bad, but it, you know it's not as bad. Okay. I'm just like. Just, ugh, ugh. Okay. Anyways. What
0: profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Honestly, I would like
1: to do some kind of voice acting or announcing.
0: Oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: Because. I've, I've been told I have a good
0: announcer voice or you do have a nice voice I'm not gonna lie
1: yeah and you know I, I love to do like I love being like a game show host like that sometimes mess with people yeah like John Forrest you've won a new car
0: <laughs> oh man that would be awesome <laughs>
1: yeah and I just I love doing that just as shit to giggle so, yeah you know ideally you know and this is something a new revelation has just come I, if, if I somehow got hired for voice acting and or announcing, I would be totally
0: okay with that. Yeah. I could I can feel that. Um I well you know me, I want to be a writer one day, but if I had to go outside of what something other than like what I intend to, yeah, I would love to be a um a film critic or a uh, or you know, a radio DJ. That would be really cool. So kinda in the same ballpark as yours.
1: That
0: would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I I could I could definitely see you going for like movie critic and whatnot, because okay. you—you've always really taken movies. Oh play. yeah, man! I've—I've I've loved film since I was before, like before I even knew about anything. I, I knew about film. Okay, so on the flip side, what profession would you not like to do? Would I not like to do? Yeah, what's the one job that you're like? There's no way ever I, I'd ever want to do that. Like what I can, can tell out. you, I can tell you mine right now. Witness. Anything to do with snakes? Like a snake wrangler? Nope, couldn't do it. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh, nope. Do a snake nah, no way. Uh uh. I'll do anything. I'll. I would be a nurse. I would be a garbage man. I would be cleaning up shit before I ever fucked with any snake. Nope. Never gonna happen. Nothing. Nope.
1: Yeah. Okay. I. No, I. Noticed. Uh, that, that, I can go with that. That makes sense. The job I would absolutely hate.
0: Yeah, like uh, accounting or garbage man or, like, I don't know, just something that you would despise or a job you've already had that you despised.
1: How about say, re- retail was pretty rough.
0: Yeah, retail. I like, couldn't imagine a retail, life... Retail, yeah.
1: Because, like, some people, you know, like, you know, a couple friends of mine, they got into retail, and that's their bread and butter. I mean, that you know, they want to go and own their own stores and whatnot. And, yeah. You know, hey, that's all you, but what little time I spent in retail, no, I, I I can't do it because it's too, it, there's just something about it
0: that I'm not a fan of. Okay, last question and I guess we'll sign off after this after it's been, this is, we're coming up on an hour and a half here. If there, if heaven exists, what do you want God to say when you arrive? You walk through the pearly gates, there's God, he says what? Oh man. I really should have given you these questions ahead of time. <laughs> I don't
1: know, but, but I like, I like to like, of the moment thing, because it, like, really catches... Because it gets a more, like, human... Yeah, it gives you
0: a more uh, instinctive, like, uh, response.
1: Just, like, just some kind of... I guess you could say acknowledgement. I guess you could
0: say. Some kind of, like, you you did well, or you... Welcome you know, aboard, you son, you, you right? Just, yeah, just, just, like, you know, you,
1: you've done exactly what you needed to do, or, you know, something along those lines of, you know, you, like... I, my time on earth wasn't wasted Yeah. Uh, you know just some kind of you know acknowledgement that while I was here I've made you know other people's lives better and that I've done what I could for other people you know that I, you know, I did as what was taught to me at an early age you know love one another I have loved you do not judge let you be judged so on and so forth that I've done you know everything I could to make the world or at least the people in my life better I've done something good for
0: them okay well you know i'm i'm obviously an atheist Yep. i don't i wouldn't i'd be pleasantly surprised if there's an afterlife but i don't believe in an afterlife yeah if i did arrive there is a god and there is a heaven and i arrived in heaven i would want god to say very simply hey man bars in the back drink as much as you want <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it that's that's the long and short of it but yeah, I think this went well. I think we got, you know, uh, as far as a first episode goes, I really feel like I disclosed a lot, you disclosed a lot. We got to share a lot. And we, we did, I think we we made it very topical. We touched on some things that, like, have mass appeal. Yeah. And again, like, this,
1: this, this is something that's definitely going to get better and more yeah. entertaining with time. Because right now we're just covering, like, you know, home
0: things. Yeah, basic stuff. Like, you got to get the basic stuff out. And then once that's out the way, the following episodes will be like, oh, okay, well, we can just just jump into it and start talking so so yeah well i know you got to go i hope you enjoy the concert my brother this was great thank you so much for this i love you man this was a lot of fun i don't really have a sign off i guess i'll just until next time you know we'll figure this out you got this all right man well i yeah, love you next time. until next time all bye i love you too man i catch
1: you all right bye <laughs> And now, what is the one?